Hi, and welcome to the awesome DIY wedding planning podcast from Wedding Espresso. Fun, relaxed DIY wedding planning chats with the pros. Now sit back and relax. It's time to carpe wedding diem, baby. Good morning, Sylvia. Thank you very much for joining me this morning. Thank you very much for inviting me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. I'm very, very excited about this. I'm very, very excited about this episode <laughs> um, for two reasons. The first reason mm. is you are the first Pearson on Wedding Espresso, aside from me and Rachel. Thank you. So welcome, Sylvia Pearson. It's fantastic to have you. Um, so your like company, yeah, oh, well, probably distantly. So your company is Eco Blooms, and you provide wonderful, very, very artistic, beautiful. Um, flower arrangements made from recycled plastic if if anybody can believe this um it's <laughs> yes, such an incredible product when we first saw them we were absolutely blown away and it, it's literally become our mission to get you on wedding espresso to tell everybody how <laughs> you do this um because it is phenomenal and it's phenomenal because obviously plastic and waste is a huge issue uh facing the planet yeah. right now and to to be able to do something productive and proactive with all that waste um i think is 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 very very honorable it's a very 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 good thing to be doing and we should be seeing more of this so it's fantastic that you you've Thank taken you. us on board so the topic um that we really really want to broach with you today is save the planet with wedding eco bloom so i'm just gonna i'm gonna pass yeah, that over to you now small, is it? <laughs> it's not small it's a huge topic but i'm gonna let you um briefly explain to people how you go about doing this and what you provide okay so um yeah my flowers are made from plastic bottles mainly milk bottles so the four pinters and the two pints that you buy in the shops and um pop bottles um, mainly whatever people give to me, um, but because they're in abundance, I can offer um, a steady stream of, of the same thing. Right. Um, so somebody could give me a blue hair shampoo bottle, and that's beautiful, and I can sell it, but I can't replicate that more regularly. So um, for me, it's the plain milk bottles and the pot bottles, and then I um, I cut them up, um, obviously give them a bit of a wash and de-label, but I chop everything up and... Um, I've got my own templates now of a variety of flowers, so I can do roses, um, sunflowers, and poppies, and daffodils, and chrysanthemums, um, hydrangeas, um, quite a few things That's now. Amazing range. Um, I know, well, I'm really lucky because <clears throat> people are challenging me all the time. You know, I just started with a rose template. It, it seemed just a fairly, sim fairly simple uh, idea, which obviously has evolved as the time has gone along and I've got better, but uh, yeah, people just message me and go, any chance you could do this? Or my mum loved these or, you know, so um, although I do quite a few <clears throat> wedding bouquets, um, mixtures of things, a lot of people are asking me, you know, for memorial things or um, to be put outside or to keep inside as little tasters of somebody they loved or dogs they loved. So um, it's, yeah, there's a few people, a, few ra uh, a wide range, really, a wide market of why people would want an everlasting flower. Um, and obviously, we know that plastic is everlasting, unfortunately, because of the, you know, the media and everything that it's arriving in our oceans and stacking up on beautiful beaches because it doesn't biodegrade or degrade. So um, I think there was a statistic in National Geographic that um, only 8% of all the plastic ever produced gets recycled. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not always, you know, it's not always the... Um, 
that people are trying to recycle, you know, put things in green bins, but it doesn't end up where we think it's meant to. Yeah, unfortunately, I think it's quite expensive, maybe, so not all councils can afford to um, recycle everything for us. So, yeah, uh, I make my flowers and colour them, shape them, overheat, little candle. I've got I've got a little bit more of a Bunsen burner, so I'm even more eco-friendly because I was, you know, going through candles. And although I was buying the ones with the foil bottoms that I could recycle, right. um, this is a slightly more economical way, cleaner flame and things like that. So, yeah, I shape the plastic over, over a candle and then glue it on a stem, build it up into layers and all that. What I do. <laughs> Amazing. The, the thing that struck me um, straight away was I didn't realize they were plastic flowers. I didn't realize that you'd made them by hand. There were so many things. I just saw the flowers. I thought, they look very pretty. They're very nice. You know, lovely. Yeah. And then this kind of like whole other realization opened up. It's like, oh, actually, they're handmade. And oh, they're made out of recycled plastic. And oh, Wow, and it, it was kind of a, a snowball effect of wow, wow, wow. Um, so yeah, it's it's fun. I don't always um, people keep wondering why I don't do more stalls, you know, wedding fairs and things like right. that. And um, and it is because people see them and go, oh, flowers, and walk on. <laughs> um, you know, once I get people in and I say, well, you know, they're made of plastic bottles, then they get more interested. But I do find it quite hard. Doesn't matter how I put them on a display on a stall, it's quite hard to get people to see what they actually are. Um, yeah, whereas, you know, things represent. like this, things like Facebook and social media, there's always a narrative to go with the picture. Um, and so it's, I suppose it's quite a niche market really at the moment, but there are, you know, once people can see them and like I say, the, the narrative that goes with it, then they're, they're much more interested. So uh, yeah, yeah, they don't, yeah. I. Oh, I'd like to try and think that I'm being as realistic as possible. I think if people got up close, they might go, well, it's obviously not the real thing. But, uh, you know, I try my hardest to make it as natural looking as possible. No, the, the effect is stunning. <laughs> um, so the, the question that, that really maybe a lot is, is on a lot of people's minds is if you're making flowers by hand, it's obviously yeah. quite a hands on process. So yeah. is this going to be more expensive than buying real flowers? Um, but bearing in mind also that it is a responsibility thing. I mean, it's a it's a responsible choice. Uh, yeah, it, it is tricky, isn't it? Pricing something that you know has taken an hour to make, but you can't charge per hour. But then on the flip side, it's something that will last forever. So um, it is, I suppose it's some people might say it's an investment piece. But actually, I don't think I'm much more expensive than than a florist, you know, a full bloom rose is, is 10 pounds and I know come Valentine's Day that you will buy you know Valentine's red roses perhaps 10 pound per flower anyway um, and I, I don't charge any more for the wedding bouquet so if somebody's buying one flower to put in a vase on their bedside table um, so that is the same price per flower come a wedding bouquet so somebody will send me a Pinterest picture usually mm -hmm. of, uh, of the colours or the bouquet they'd like and, and I try my hardest to break it down exactly to how many roses are in there, um, you know, what foliage is in there and then um, and then I, I do variations of it. So, you know, a, a bud is smaller and therefore cheaper than a full bloom um, and you've still got the colour incorporated into the thing you wanted so i always give people you know more than one budget option depending okay. on you know, what they're thinking about or or how many they need of each color or what 
what the emphasis is. So I, no, in, you know, I, I'm not any more expensive than if you were buying real flowers. Of course, if you wanted to buy them, the, the fake flowers, the foam flowers from somewhere, they are obviously a lot cheaper. So I'm more expensive than mm -hmm. the foam flower option, although they are still everlasting. Um, uh, but not, uh, but you know, in comparison, I'm as expensive as having a real flower. But you know, you don't even have to buy the full bouquet from me if you are already wanting the real flowers. Um, you could just buy one or two from me, have them in your bouquet, um, and then they're the ones that that last and they're the memory that goes on. They've taken part of the special day. You know, I've matched the color, or it could be even a completely contrasting color, so it stands out in photos. But it, it will go in with the bouquet you've already got. But then you've got that one that lasted and is the memory and of the wedding of the special day. So, you know, there's more, you don't have to just go completely all with the plastic Eco Blooms flowers. You can yeah, it's not, it's not an all or nothing thing. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting, actually, this, this idea of um, legacy and, and keeping yeah. something, maybe making a statement. Like you said, just a single flower inside the bouquet makes a very strong statement about your uh, stance on recycling and, and responsibility. But um, yeah. we were talking, I was talking with a, uh, a wedding celebrant up in Scotland um, the other week, Gillian Johnston, and she kind of um, painted a picture for me about um, legacy and how things um, continually recur throughout your life and and we've definitely incorporated a lot of elements of this um into our wedding ceremony so we have trinkets that we used on the day that are now yep. they're lovely memories and they're things that we treasure uh, in and around the house and this is one of those things because it's yeah. something very very bespoke it's something very special that the bride and groom can keep forever yeah exactly and you could also pass it to your daughter or your son have in their bouquet you know it, it can be a borrowed and then you know it's the something borrowed it, it can be mm. the one thing that, that travels throughout throughout all of the weddings in all of the family if you wanted to no i love <laughs> I, I love that fact and the fact that it also is again another piece of plastic that isn't going to landfill um you know yeah, it, it's yeah. become something tangible and something valuable yeah, and I, you know, I'm so lucky. I, I couldn't be doing this if people didn't support me. Not only the buying of the flowers, but the willing to donate all of their rubbish to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, there, there there's loads of mums on the school run that come past with, you know, bags for That's me. And, uh, yeah, and then local businesses as well. There's um, a, there's a local garage, and they have a very famous coffee machine that they need filling up. Um, but they they didn't want to just put the plastic in the bin. So you know, there's so many elements to what makes my business a success and and eco friendly for everybody. Really, like you say, everyone is so conscious of wanting to be a little bit more um, kinder to the world and what we're leaving for our children. I mean, mm. to do bits and pieces, and people are, are desperate to recycle properly. So um, yeah, so I'm very lucky, really. I know we were we were just kind of speaking earlier about the Blue Planet series, the BBC Blue yeah. Planet series, kind of being the inspiration for Eco Blue. Yes, it was. And if anybody, for anybody that has seen it, um, the scene at the end of the series where they show the sea and it's literally just absolutely covered. It's just basically there's no water. It's just plastic. It's just a sea of plastic. So once yeah. you, you you have that image in your head, it's almost impossible to erase. And the idea yeah. that we can do something practical. 
to try to combat that is a phenomenal concept. I think it's it's so it's so good. Yeah, and you know there are if you were to if you're trying to look it up, obviously I because of what I business I have, there are so many feeds coming in. Oh, are you interested in this? Are you interested in that? Um, but you know there are people that are making roads, tarmacking things with plastic. You can um, there's a lovely company and they take old plastic toys and it chips it all down and then they turn them into kiddies chairs and furniture and they've right. got. You know, they are obviously big scale, upscaled. So they've got the technology. I do do everything by hand. You know, mm -hmm. I've tried to look at punches and speeding up things. But, um, you know, I've had, I, I do everything by hand. It's got the definite personal touch. And everything is, is therefore unique as well because the plastic doesn't shape the same way every time you add heat to it. So um, so you will get no no two roses, no matter the no matter the fact the template is exactly the same and it's been cut exactly the same and the same size, um, no two ever look the same once you're finished. Um, and obviously, if anyone is wondering if it's safe for me, you know, adding heat and is it toxic? <laughs> Burning off, yeah. You know, yeah, it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't burn. It's, um, I'm not heating it to a level where it burns and gives off the fumes. If you ever, have you ever put like a bottle in the dishwasher by accident or, and you've, pull out the dishwasher and it's this shrunk thing or you're mm. trying to wash a bottle and you pull the, the kettle in to clean it it, it, it just shrinks. deforms a little bit yeah it, it, it's 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 just warming it up until it, it softens and then it in its shape so um you know anything under 180 degrees i'm okay <laughs> brilliant and that actually leads me very nicely on to what happens to the stuff that you can't use for flowers. And I know you sent some pictures, so I'm just gonna pull them yeah. up. Yeah, okay, well. Here we I, go, big reveal, guys. This is what happens. So, yeah, it's not the flowers, bless you. It's Yeah, it's not the succulents, it's not the cactuses, it's the plant parts. So, I, you know, I'm chopping all these petals and shaping them and there's all these little chips left off and then there's the ugly handle and there's the ugly neck of the milk bottle in the bottom and I, I just couldn't, I was storing them and storing them and making great big piles of these bits that I just couldn't bear to throw away because I thought, well, this isn't going, you know, I'm not doing the funny anything, any favours by actually still getting rid of all the bits and pieces. Mm. So um, I found a way of um, sort of, heating them up enough just so that they stick together and then molding them and forming um these plant pots um and then and then i color them and, and make them look like rocks or concrete looking ones or bright colored ones so um and they, so they yes, are really can, they are I, really beautiful works of art i mean you know they're they're astonished well, again i'm astonished that they're made of recycled <laughs> plastic Can you believe it, well you know they're, they're they're great but i just i just needed to find a way of making sure i was a zero waste business you know i did do little bits like um flats um that formed into love hearts and um but i then added flowers to it will look like signs displays or whatever but um but obviously, eco blooms sounds very flowery and is all about the flowers. So um, for me, being able to turn them into plant pots so that people have an option still of having real flowers, because we still need real flowers. You know, we need the, the mm. bugs and the bees to pollinate our planet. So, you know, I, I'm trying also to, to give people an option of um, still buying an eco-friendly product, knowing that they're helping uh, use up all of the bottle that I get given. Um, but also still having real flowers around the house. It's absolutely amazing. Well, <laughs> Sylvia, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank um, you. Again, we think it's a phenomenal thing. Um, we wish you all the success in the world with this. It would be amazing if more people um, took up the cause 
and and found more creative ways to recycle as well. I think I think you're on the cusp of a of a breakout industry here. So well, very 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 um, excited to follow it. There's you know I, you don't have to be crafty. I didn't do any art degrees or anything in craft. Um, I liked the idea of upcycling something. You know if you can paint a piece of furniture and you know turn it into something beautiful again that's that's the saving it from landfill so don't feel people shouldn't feel you know worried that they've got to try and create something fabulous if you can just keep a piece of furniture going um in your own house and give it another purpose and help mm -hmm. people on it as well <laughs> amazing well sylvia thanks again so much for sharing with us we really Thank appreciate you. it uh, and hopefully we can uh, catch up with you soon and see how your adventures are going <laughs> definitely yeah i've got lots of ideas Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> well, thanks again, Sylvia, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Take care. Bye, Bye for now. Bye.